this is a recording of this lecture given by her holiness mata ji nirmala devi on the third day of the day seminar held at bhartiya vidya bhavan between 17 to 19 february 1975 Yesterday I explained to you the position of Kundalini in our spinal cord, why it exists there, and what are its functions. God has created human beings in His own image, and all these things that I have told you yesterday. are first built up in the body of the virata that is the aspect of god in which all that is created exists but let us see in the human beings what role this kundalini plays as i have told you yesterday that there are three powers which exist in our body and the most important is the central one which is incarnated as mahalakshmi which helps us to evolve into a superhuman being that channel is known as sushumna which i have shown you in the center and there is a gap between the navel point and the abode of the kundalini this portion of that channel or you can say of that energy is settled down here as kundalini which is not used till you get the chance of meeting somebody who can give you self realization and that is the only time the kundalini rises these two exist within us psychological one as the constructive power by which we think or we can say the preconscious mind the mana the postman which is every moment receiving something from the conscious mind and putting it into the subconscious for example you are listening to me you are paying attention to me i am talking something you are receiving it from me and it is going into your past again it you are receiving from me it is going in the past so this represents the preconscious mind while the other is the storing of all your experiences is the subconscious mind we have two minds lying vertically parallel on both the sides of the sushumna this is one of the greatest facts most of people who have been searching god have not understood that to go to your sushumna nadi 
or to go to your present moment at this moment when you are listening to me moment to moment you are living this conscious mind to approach that conscious mind and stay there at that point one need not go to the subconscious or to the preconscious one need not control the preconscious mind that is the mana neither it is necessary for you to go to the subconscious mind as to have these siddhis and things like that and do all the bhuta vidya and prithis both things are not at all necessary on the contrary those who go on these lines might be able to see the kundalini might be able to see all these chakras from the back door while in the center when you rise in the sushumna nadi then you do not see anything whatsoever but you just jump out later on you can come down and see all this for example i live in london in my house is about 10 miles drive from the station some people visitors are coming to see me so i have to receive them at the station i go there receive them and they come to my house that you know about london that nobody is seen on the street it's a very small village so there is nobody on the street you can't meet anybody you just come straight to your own house and then you enter inside the house you stay there then you know your neighbors gradually but supposing somebody arrives without telling me and he has to find out my house so he goes from places to places to the back door because front door nobody is willing to open in england especially in london people are afraid so he goes from the back door goes from one house to another house enquiring as to where is this house where i have to go and the people call him inside give him tea offer him something and the person is lost there he never reaches the real house in the same way those people who go on the side either by preconscious method or by the subconscious method both of them jump into something else which has nothing to do with the central path but they are thrown sideways either to the right or to the left to the resonance and there are some people who want you to be deluded to be stopped to be sponged exploited so they stop you going that that is what enticement is that is what we call as the hypnosis when you hypnotize a person what happens is that his attention immediately goes into his subconscious mind and he is hypnotized but we do not understand that by hypnotized hypnosis it is not only our subconscious in which we are existing while we sleep we are in our subconscious but there is no hypnosis actually in the subconscious mind beyond the subconscious mind is the connection with the collective subconscious which we call as the paralog the complete dead existence all those who have died existence so these people enter into your psyche 
become one with your psyche and they dominate your personality in your head and you become absolutely hypnotized. Then you can do whatever you like with that person. The thinking power is completely finished. Your brain is completely washed off. You may call it conditioning, I say it's much worse than that. Conditioning is a very, very mild word. Actually, we never get conditioned if we are left to ourselves. But we, condition, we get conditioned when we start reading other people. When we start attending to such people, meeting them, taking prasad from them, food from them, is, uh, you have seen people wear doras and gandas and things like that. All these things carry the germ of conditioning, the hypnosis, the dead soul sits in that. They exist whether you like it or not, whether you accept it or not. Even the psychologists, I have some very great psychologists as my disciples, they were arguing with me, why do you call it a spirit? Then I said, what will you care? Call it. They said, it can be because you know the person might be your father, might be your mother. You must have seen the picture psycho where they have shown he was trying to copy his mother. I said, but what about the people whom you have never seen, you have not known? You talk like that person and if you verify it, you find it. In London, I visited one lunatic asylum where I found there were patients they could not understand. When I talked to them, they started talking as if somebody said that I do not belong to this place. I belong to uh, Paris. I live there and this thing happened and uh, there was an accident. I died and this lady had come to Paris and I got over. I asked this lady what happened. She would not say anything. She didn't know she was in shock. Then we inquired. I told them you find her. And there was such and such person who died at such and such point. It's an accident. And this lady had gone there and she had a shock because her husband was lost somewhere. And she was in a shocked condition. In that shocked condition, this identity went into. But all such identities that enter into your psyche are one of the most depraved people. Absolutely depravity personified. They are the worst type of people you could think. They can tell all kinds of lies. They can do whatever is possible under the sun. I mean, even the animals won't do things as they can. Those who are good people never enter into the body of somebody, but sometimes hover out. For example, somebody's husband dies or wife dies. Or the mother dies, especially the mother. If the mother dies in a very small child, then the mother doesn't want to leave the son or the daughter because she wants to she wants to protect. She is with the child all the time, but she doesn't harm. But of course, that affects the child's personality to grow. And the child's manifestation to become himself because the hovering of the mother. I have found out during the six, seven years of my experiments with people that on your hand you can feel it if there is such an affectation on a person. It can happen to anybody, to the most religious, to the nicest person. And sometimes 
can happen to a person who is shocked, who is under some kind of a mental strain. In London, there is an organization known as Universal Curative Center or something like that by Dr. Lamb. This Dr. Lamb doesn't exist. He died long time back. There are many organizations like that. I'm giving you an example. He died long time back. Of course, they are honest people and they tell the truth. They don't tell lies. But they don't know the after effects of this kind of a thing. This fellow died in London. And he felt that his manifestation or whatever he wanted to do was not complete. He was a dissatisfied. So when one soldier was fighting in Vietnam, he was shocked with something. This doctor entered into his dream and told him that you go to my son and ask him to open his dispensary and I will talk to him, you just don't worry. And he drove this man mad so that he could not help it and he had to go to London. He was an uneducated soldier. He went and talked to this son of his and he told him that I am such and such and you better open your dispensary. I want to start my work and also my operation. He was amazed, this soldier and uncouth person, he has never seen what is surgery. How is he going to operate? So the person inside him told him, no, I am your father. Believe me. And then he told him lots of secrets which passed between the son and the father. And he was quite convinced and they opened this universal curative center or whatever you may call it. You can give any name. And they started curing people. They said at about five o'clock, at this time, you will feel something. And five o'clock, anywhere in the world, when they sent you the letter that at five o'clock in your place, I will appear, the person felt shivering. The person felt terrible shivering in the body, and the person felt all right and better, and many things were cured. But later on, after one year or two years, that person started suffering from neurosis. All kinds of troubles came to him. His family lost all fortunes and all kinds of problems, and the whole body started aching and everything happened. All these things are absolute truth. We have patients from that center whom I have treated myself. These are the spirits which enter into your body and cure you, and don't believe in all such cures. You should be cured by your own power, that is the Kundalini, which is lying here, which is going to recharge your battle. Don't depend on all these cures which people are giving you, that I will give you some mantra, you put it here. Those mantras mean nothing else but a spirit. I can prove it to you. Many people who have been with me in the beginning were very much against me when I told them about it. But gradually they realized that this is a thing in our us. It is working. There is a very big war on between the evil forces and the divine forces. You cannot see that. They are having a strategy now, a wonderful strategy, as all clever, cunning, worthless people have is to come on this earth as human beings, take the name of God and act as fifth columns. Supposing Russians want to invade America or Americans want to invade Russia. 
they take the name of Americans, go there, live like Americans, or they may take the name of Russians and live like them. They call them gods, incarnations, all kinds of things. In London, somebody told me that Christ has come. I said, really? I never knew that. How do you believe he's a Christ? Because he says he's a Christ. I said, everybody can say that. What is so great in that? No, Christ has come. He says, I'm Christ. I said, there is a very simple test of Christ to go and find. You tell him to control the elements. Can he control the elements? Christ used to control the elements. If somebody says, I'm the Adi Shakti, ask them, if can you control the Kundalini of peace? If you cannot, then you are not Adi Shakti. All these signs and symptoms are already given in our book. We have not to believe these people, what they tell us, tell us these fake people. We have to understand that this is all given in our book. The problem is the modern generation is most uneducated. If you read Devi Mahatma, a simple book written by Markande Swami, you will know that all these things given in that, that how to make out a person who is an incarnation, who is not an incarnation. Of course, there is an incarnating power which has incarnated, as I have told you yesterday, and is going to incarnate. But you must know that if these people have taken some God, the incarnation is also going to take some God to hide and work secretly. You are the people who should know how to judge a person who is real and who is unreal. Who are the people who have come in this world to destroy all the good forces, all the constructive forces and establish complete destruction? You have to judge, you have to find out, and that is the force I'm talking about, which is the, we call the negative force. That is at work. Believe me, you may not like it, because you just diffuse it, whatever is new to you. It exists. In this city of Bombay, you'll be surprised, there are many centers like this which are working secretly to harm other people. You go and pay some money to that person, he'll take some money from you and he can put a spell on the enemy of that person. Even for five rupees, these dirty people can put a spell on another person and they do not know that what are they up to. You can live without food in this world, but with such sinful life, God knows what is going to happen to these people, I always say, forgive them. It's a tremendous profession which these people are working at. They will show you miracles, you will feel it's a very great thing that has happened. That's all worked out through the negative force. You beware of them. They will show you chamatkaras. All kinds of chamatkaras can be shown. And you may start believing them, thinking that they are very great people. The Sahaja Yoga has come at the time when you people do not know much about this. Your forefathers knew better. That time Sahaja Yoga did not come. Where they would never believe in a sadhu who showed trick. 
never, never, never. In my own family, we had once a very interesting incident when there was a wedding on and the people who came were very fussy people. You know in UP, people can fuss a lot about things. They said, we'll have the Ibaras. So you cannot make it so quickly. And they said, it's very difficult to make it. But there's one Bihar Baba who is sitting outside, outside the city. We can call him. He will do it. So they called that Bihar Baba. And the Bihar Baba came and he said, there is no Dahibara anywhere in the city just now, but I will get you Dahibara. No doubt. But you should allow me to go away next moment. He closed all the doors, one window he left it open, and he sat down. After some time he opened the door and they saw the Dahibara lying there. Naturally everybody was so worried that they took the Dahibara and started distributing. But when they, they returned back to see the Bihar Baba had disappeared <laughs> nicely from there, from the window he had run away. Next day, the Mang, you know, in, we have got Mang people. Of course, still we are continuing with that dirty method of having some people as untouchable. They came over to see me. And they saw these utensils, what we call as kullar. And they said, who has brought these daibaras from our, our place? We were having a dinner there and suddenly all disappeared. Who has brought this? And all the baratis got so annoyed and angry. They said, what is this? These mangs have brought daibaras and you have given us mangs daibaras. And then they realized why dear Baba had run away. They take a subtle form. They first of all control them. They go in the smashanas. They go everywhere. Most of these debutees that are coming is coming from Smashan. Don't eat it. For heaven's sake, never eat these debutees. You are... This chakra will be completely ruined. Open your head. Which God gave debutee for people to eat? This Bihar Baba had run away. I wish all of them run away. That's the best way you can solve the problem. But it is you who believe in all these things. There's a very rich man who came to me and he said a certain gentleman had given me Babaji, some Babaji had given me a oh, very big diamond. I know the gentleman very well. I said, how many rings you have got? He said, I don't know. Then I said, why did you ask for the ring? He said, Mataji, I never asked for the ring. But the gentleman gave me and I thought it was Ashirvada I took it. I said, well, why didn't you give it to your driver who is a poor man? Then I said, but why have you come to me now? Now your Baba has given you anguti, you sit down at home, you do his bhajan, Radhin sings his uh, bhajan. Praise him, praise the Lord who has given you anguti. <laughs> so the fellow got very upset and he said, then I must tell you something that I have come for. I said, what is it? He said, from my house many diamonds are missing. I said, very nice. I said, you please call your wife next time. I'll have a talk with her. The wife came and I took out the bada from her and I said, now stop. I said, what is it happening to you? She said, there's somebody in my head, or maybe in this ring, I think, who is telling me that these all worldly things are useless. You give them to Baba. Give all this to Baba. And I'm giving it to Baba. That lady is a lady doctor, you see. She's not an ordinary woman. She's an educated lady, a lady doctor. 
of very great eminence. I was amazed. I said, what has happened to your brain? Have you sold them out? Just think about one thing. That the things that are stones and useless things, worthless things for you, why are they so important to Sri Babaji? Why is he taking them and why are you giving him stones? That struck her mind. She came to her senses. She said, yes, I never thought of it. And every time I go, he asks me, how many have you brought? This is what happens to your brain. You are washed up. People will tell you, take a sanya. Very nicely. You all take a sanya and give your money here. I'll manage your income tax. Come along. Very good way of taking sanya. This is what these people are doing to you and that is one of the greatest impediments I am facing in this country and abroad. When I find people, when I try to give the kudalini. They say, Mataji, we just went for his lecture. And then, so once I danced there, and what is... So I just didn't do much, I have only paid 1,000 rupees. I said, very nice, you have paid 1,000 rupees for five, six of them sitting on your head. You have no freedom at all left. From one conditioning to another conditioning, you are willing to go, but not to a person who will tell you to be free. You will stay with one person who will condition you with something. It is a very nice thing that only by dancing you get God. Very wonderful thing of doing things. There is one gentleman who goes to America very often, who has made lots of money also, who puts you into France. One of his disciples came to India and he discovered about me and then he came to London to see. His name is Mr. Jean. He told me that, Mataji, I have a very funny thing that is happening to me. I said, what happened? I am a disciple and such and such person. And then what happened? What's wrong with you? He said, the problem is, you see, when I started meditating according to him, I got into trance. And when I came down from trance, I felt that I must kill my parents. They are good for nothing. Why should I have my parents? I must kill them. Who are they to me? But I started judging. This is not religion. This nobody has done. Rama obeyed his parents. Who has killed his parents? I started thinking about it. So when I went through again into town, I came back and I started feeling, I must kill myself. And he said, I have tried to kill myself many a times. Many a times I have tried to kill, and my, he's a man, he's a son of a rich man. And my father sent me to India to meet you, but you were not there, so I have come. I asked him, Jean, what did your master tell you? What month? So he told me one name of a very great Shringa. Shringa was a very great Rishi who was responsible for the yagya done by Dasharatha for having a son. I said, how can such a great man enter into his psyche in person? So I said, all right, you take the name of that Shringa. How do you do it? He closed his eyes and started saying, Shringa, Shringa, Shringa. Immediately that fellow, a horrible one came on his face. I could see he had two horrible eyes and very big teeth, and he had one, only one unicorn. That also, you know, is known as Shringa. Shringa also means a horn. And it was this fellow with one horn. So I know all these tricks very well. I tied this Mr. Shringa. I brought him home, and I tied him onto one of these 
Don't get frightened. <laughs> Nothing to be serious about. When the mother is there, she has to tell you everything. I, try, I tied him to a tree and I said, Mr. Shringer, will you please tell me what are you up to? Otherwise, I will never release you. I must know what is he up to. And you catch some spies and then you take out all that is happening on the other side of the earth. Mr. Shringer came out with the reality. He told me that we are on the other side, on the negative side, are trying to build up our empire of destruction, of depravity. And for that, we few Rakshasas are working for one of these gentlemen who is a Rakshas. And he told me the name of his Rakshas who was once upon a time killed by Devi Durga. And this fellow is in contact with about thousands of Rakshasas, but there are very few who can enter into the psyche of human beings. So, I am trained that whenever I am called, because they are subtle bodies, I come to those people, I enter into their psyche, guide them, and through me, I put these other Rakshasas into other people's psyche. So the things start expanding like this. You get surprised, thousands of people thronging for what introduction of that spirit in you. They introduce these spirits into them and they do not know, they do not care for it. That it is the introduction of the spirit, they just do not believe in it. They will never accept it, they will go on with it and go on with it. But then I said, why? Why is it that you made this fellow kill his parents? He said, because we want more dead people. We want more dead people to come in to help us, who can enter into the psyche of human beings. And then, because he refused to kill his parents, we wanted to kill him. And then, then what do you want? Ultimately, he said, there will be an epidemic of criminality in this United States. And that's a fact. They work when there are drugs on. You take the drug, your awareness goes out, immediately it can be inserted. This is a very wonderful way of doing things. Here I am alone standing with my half-hearted disciples. Because I do not entice them, they are free, absolute free in their own freedom. In their entire awareness, they have to accept it and take it. And to practice it. And to go ahead with the war of love. We on one side are preaching love, the other side is hatred, but they will take the name of love and put hatred. That's why you will find they are always contradicting themselves. There is no other proof, but you will find in their mind tormenting A person who talks of religion has to be a very peace-loving, affectionate, kind, helpful person. While these dharmic people, if you find them, they'll beat their wives, they'll beat their children, they'll beat everyone that is possible, if possible they can kill them. Because there is a depraved personality inside and ultimately they have a sin eye, they die 
of insight. At this moment in Kali Yuga, we are standing so precariously on this verge of destruction. I am not telling you stories. Believe me, it is. If you want the complete transformation of this age into a beautiful age of reality, truth and love and bliss, it is in your hands to choose today in your own freedom. You have to gather courage. I know that you are the chosen ones who have to do this job. Nothing is needed much. Nothing is to be done but to accept the bliss of God. Do not play into their hands. Yesterday, as I told you, that when you get self-realization, when you jump into your unconscious mind, then you find there are vibrations flowing from your feet. You can, when I'm speaking, you can put your hands towards me, doesn't matter, it helps. You will find there are vibrations, cool vibrations flowing towards you. Please put your hands, there's nothing wrong. Don't be obstinate. You will find very cool breeze flowing into your being and cooling you down, making you tranquil and peaceful. It is not a trance, you are aware. Absolutely aware, you are listening to me what I'm talking. And on your hand, you will find that there are these chakras represented. These chakras or the centers I talked to you are represented absolutely there. For example, if you have ten people and blindfolded, if they have to test one man, you put them together, all of them together. Put also five children. And when you ask them, what is the matter, they will raise one finger, this. That means on the right hand side, the Vishuddhi Chakra is cut. You ask that person, are you suffering from any trouble of the throat? He says, I have been suffering for many. If you put your vibrations on your, his Vishuddhi Chakra at the back, from far, this chakra will open out and you'll find you'll start getting the vibration. Here we have shown, I don't know if you can see, but I will show you on my own hand, that these are the two hands of right and left. I have told you on the left hand side is the negative side, or we can say is the, is the side that belongs to the Chandranadi and this belongs to the Sridhar. When they meet, in the center are the beads. Now this hand has got five fingers. This is the Muladhar chakra you can see. And these are the two channels which denote this side is the heart and this side is the Aotic plexus which you can say as the Swadishtan chakra. This is the Udhaya chakra and this is the Swadishtan chakra which is guided by Brahmadeva and this is guided by Shiva. Now, if this finger is burning, then you must know on the left hand side of the heart, means on the heart organ itself, there is a problem if you take the name of Shiva or if you say Om Namah Shiva. If you are realized, otherwise not, then you will find the pain will go away and the person will be. It is absolutely automatic. 
You don't have to get education for this, to understand this. No. For small children are seen, they find this little bunny, they go on rubbing. When they go on rubbing their finger, you find the person is cured. That's right. Children are very simple. They are very simple and it works very fastly. Now in the center is the Nabi Chakra, which is controlling the solar plexus. Yes. This way. In the center. This is the Nabi Chakra. Now this center, when you start getting burning in your hand, all the problems of the Nabi Chakra are denoted to this. This finger, I have already told you, is the Vishuddhi Chakra in here. Here is the Vishuddhi Chakra, this way. For this there is no education needed, nothing. Only thing is you have to raise your finger if you do it like this. Even if you are more uneducated, you just have to do it jolly well, you have to do it because you start burning. It is a truth and a fact and a science. I am not telling you stories you can find out for yourself. This portion of the hand, if it starts burning, all these portions, if they start burning here, then it is an inheritance in you. So you have to ask your parents in your heart to depart. Maybe your mother or father is hovering or something is happening on this chakra. On this part are the inheritance. This finger is now very important because it is here. You must have known that any time you have to apply tilak to God, you have to use this finger. And on this finger rests the Agya Chakra, which is like one rod moving. Here in front is Christ and this side is Sri Ganesh, Bhairav and Hanuman. Three of them join here, but actually Christ is controlling. If this chakra is caught up, you have to take the name of Christ and it works out, it opens up. These devils that are working out, their satanic forces are working through this chakra or Nabi chakra because these are the two places where they sit. They turn this in the opposite direction and throw something into inside so that you become affected. The other day I had uh, some gentleman who came to see me, started arguing with me too much because he thought he's all very knowledge and everything. I said, who is your guru? He gave some name of somebody in Pune. I said, all right, you put your hands before me. And he started shaking and afterwards he said, I am getting frozen now, Mataji. I said, I am not freezing you. Assure you, I am not freezing you. There is somebody inside you that is freezing you. It will go. I said, what is to be done? He said, what is to be done? I said, can you beat your guru with shoes? He said, that's too much. I said, you have to do it. You try, try. So I told him how to be. This is Quran Sharif as written. These tricks are given in Quran Sharif. I said, You take out the shoes from your feet and beat him there. I will tell you how to do it with a parabola around it. And the fellow couldn't bend or do anything. He said, How can I beat? I asked somebody else to do it and immediately became God. I said, How much money you have given to your guru to begin with? He said, Only 7,000 rupees. I said, Only. And what else? He said, for 16 years, Mataji, I have suffered, suffered like that. I have lost my job. I have no money. I have given also whatever I had to 
In London, I meet so many boys, young boys, English boys, and American boys, and German boys, who do not even have shoes to wear because they have given away all their money to these gurus, and the gurus are moving in big gross boys. They should be ashamed of themselves. Their parents have drained out all their property to satisfy these things. And then ganja, all these things are available with these gurus. To them, religion means nothing, no holiness, nothing. They flirt with women, they are gurus after all, yes, they are all, all Krishna. They are all Sri Krishna's avatar, they tell me. That's why they are flirting with women. There was one gentleman like that who told me, I said, you are telling me that you are Krishna's avatar. If I catch hold of your dadi, you will be shaking. The one at five years of age who killed Kaliya, what are you talking about? And you'll be surprised, I didn't curse him, but after eight days, somebody caught hold of his daddy and he was dancing for half an hour. That's what I heard from him. Where is Shri Krishna? Where is Shri Ram? These are all the enemies. The Kansa has taken, the Ravana has taken the birth and calling themselves by the name of God. So in this hand, you can see for yourself, in these two hands, these are the temples of God. These two hands are the temples of God. In bhakti, if genuinely you ask Him, your bhakti becomes atar, it becomes avatar, and it comes on this earth to save you and give you salvation. These two hands are not to be spoiled by doing wrong things. Here are the deities sitting. When you talk of doing seva to others, remember you are not doing any seva to anybody else but to yourself. So yoga is the only method by which you do this collective seva without doing any service. You are curing people automatically. You are improving their conditions. You are improving their mind, you are giving them peace, their family life is improved. They are changed people, they are wider people, they are healthier people. They are beautiful people. What other kind of social work you are doing? This is the greatest social work you can do for us. It's to just stand and give vibration. It is pouring through. You just become a medium of that divine power. And not only that you are giving, but it gives you the joy, the complete joy. How it gives you the complete joy? Which I will tell you is very short. We are three beings, emotional, mental, and also physical beings. <coughs> These three beings exist within us that we know of, at least we believe in it. The fourth one we do not believe in the religious thing, doesn't matter. But when we think of our physical being, we want to enjoy the body by giving it comfort. But while trying all that we form habits, we become slaves of this life. We are not the king of this life. While we can be the king, then we start possessing things. For example, I press the windows on track number four.